You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. Hey guys, and welcome to our Once Upon a Time After Show. Bing is for doing, and that is exactly what we're doing tonight. Once Upon a Time, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and I'm going to let my lovely co-hosts introduce themselves. Hi everyone, I'm Tiana Hobson. Good evening, and I'm Kaori Take. And then running the ones and twos today is... Hello everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. <laughs> she doesn't get to join us on our, no, our no. chairs today, but <laughs> we're still happy to have her. <laughs> um, so, overall thoughts of tonight's episode? A lot, a lot of new information. Yeah. 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 Now I'm even more wanting, drawn in and wanting to see more what's going to happen to each character. I feel like it's the same um, dynamic as Lost where you have all these questions and before that first set of questions gets answered, you get a whole new set of questions. So it's always something to leave you guessing. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating, (laughs) but it's awesome at the same time. I hate the producers and I love them. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So jumping right into tonight's episode, um, we see that Storybrooke is in shambles. The Wraith has just kind of destroyed it, and everyone doesn't really want to stick around anymore. So um, we see all of the the dwarves, the seven dwarves, all seven of them. (laughs) Sorry. They were reunited. Um, That was so nice. It's cute that they're reunited, um, and they draw straws to see... Um, what damage could occur if you step over the line and leave Storybrooke. And as we find out, you lose all your memory. You go back into that Storybrooke character and you have no idea who you were in Enchanted Land. Right. So... What do yeah, you guys I, think of that I twist? I felt so bad for Sneezy. I was like, he, he got the short stick. He had to go out there and kind of experiment. And it was it was kind of scary for a minute because you didn't know what was going to happen. You just was convulsing and shaking. You know something bad has happened. And then to hear that he can't remember who he was mm-hmm. or who he truly is, it's kind of sad. It's like, well, I hope maybe there's a way to fix it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that they're trying to say is that Storybrooke is its own little world and you try to cross into reality, you become a different person. It doesn't, a story, a storybook um, doesn't exist yeah. in the real world. I mean, that would be really difficult right. to 
can you imagine all of these storybook characters like Prince Charming, mm-hmm. Snow White, all in like Boston? Like that would make absolutely no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Not that a lot of it makes sense, but it's still entertaining. But to have, you know, these characters in everyday society just wouldn't work for this show. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they said they said that there's no coming back to yourself. But maybe there is. So maybe we'll see Sneezy in the future. Yeah. It seems like at the, at the end of the episode, they were trying to find a cure mm-hmm. or a way to revert him back to his normal self um, with fairy dust. Yeah. So maybe I'm sure now that magic is back in Storybrooke, there will be some sort of solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, there's kind of like a whole new set of rules for magic now. Now that it's come back to Storybrooke, like magic isn't working the same way. So, yeah, I mean, it's new to everyone, including Regina. So it's like everyone kind of has to learn at their own pace exactly what they can and can't oh, do with the magic. Okay, this is a part of Once Upon a Time that I got a little confused about. So please clear it up if you can. But Regina used magic last week. Yes. Yes. She almost killed the prince. Yes. And yet she didn't have powers at all. She had to get the book. It's because magic is backwards. And I feel like the only person that truly understands magic is Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-hmm. And we see that later in the episode. And we'll talk about it later. Um, but it seems like right now Regina is very confused on how to use magic. And she has to relearn all of her mm-hmm. powers because it's backwards. So. Yeah, that's what I took from it too. Like last week was kind of like an accidental uh-huh. thing with it and she kind of just kept going with it okay and then this week she's she just can't figure out exactly what she did to yeah. like mimic to get that feeling back again i think that Rumpelstiltskin, and i want to talk about this more in depth later in the episode i think that he has powers yeah. but i think that regina has to learn magic like she has to earn it almost like She's not inherently powerful. So I mean, she develops power. Exactly. I mean, the thing that we are going to see is that magic also you inherit a lot of evil with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm curious to see how that turns out because Regina seems like she's trying to turn. Yeah. For the yeah. Movie. So um, one of the other things that we saw at the very beginning of the episode um, is that August Pinocchio is still wooden and he's laying in his bed and that's something that I want to talk about later in in our after show because it's a huge plot point which I don't want to overlook <laughs> uh so talking about Storybrooke and it's completely destroyed um we've talked about how Regina has problems with her magic and there were a couple things uh while they were you know talking about rebuilding Storybrooke that I thought were kind of funny and may play into later this season one of them is that Dr. Whale asks (laughs) David so are the nuns off limits like are they are they not nuns anymore can we date them um that was just and then he goes don't don't say it was me asking (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know if that gives us any more insight into his character but what do you guys think it still is putting me towards like he's a womanizer which we Uh see but i'm trying to figure out what character is kind of a lady's magnet and right now I can't think of any and I've been trying to research it because I'm a nerd like that well just looking at him he's charming yeah Yeah. his name's whale and I'm like that's completely throwing me off right now the whale thing (laughs) the whale throws me off too like you want to think that it's the whale in Pinocchio yes Um, the, the one that swallows Pinocchio and Geppetto but 
his character, I mean, obviously he's not a whale, yeah. but his character is this womanizing, I don't know. It's hard to explain. He's just, he's so charming yeah. and smooth with the ladies. You think he's charming? I mean, I, I think I think he knows how to play it up for girls. And okay. that's why he gets dates with people like Mary Margaret and why um, Red, who's name in storybook it's ruby Ruby. (laughs) Ruby, thank you um you know that's why they're kind of you know flirty with them and stuff i don't think he's charming Mm -mm. no no i mean if i was in storybook that would be my choice right there (laughs) really (laughs) Mm, he's not not my number one but no he might i think he's kind of a skis bag but that's (laughs) my opinion (laughs) which is probably why girls would like him (laughs) (laughs) they like the bad boys yeah (laughs) um so delving further into this episode after they're kind of talking about rebuilding um one of the things that we see is Regina's backstory and how she and Rumpelstiltskin know each other. And it seems that Regina didn't always have power, Mm -hmm. as we were talking about earlier. Regina had to learn these powers and was actually given these powers. And her mother, we all know, is evil. Cora is just, she has magic. And it's interesting to see how pure Regina is going back to you know when her when she was young before she married the king um before she became snow white's stepmother um and there's this series where we see regina imagining choking snow with a necklace and at first i don't know about you guys but at first i actually thought that happened yeah me too i freaked out yeah but we clearly know that Snow White is alive and uh, this is just a, an evil thought that Regina had and she was worried that she was turning into her mother. Mm. So we see that she does have a conscience. It's just maybe masked now and we also get to learn more about Rumpelstiltskin and Regina's relationship where we find out from Regina's dad that a mysterious man was the one who gave Cora these powers. And we find out later in the episode that that mysterious man is actually Rumpelstiltskin. Who, I mean, who else would? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's the, you know, Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, he's always involved in everything. But I think that it was interesting to see a little bit more into Regina and her mom's relationship because you do see that when Regina first started out, she was kind of like Snow innocent and pure Mm -hmm. and just you know wanted to live her life and she had all these hopes and dreams that her mom kind of you know keeping her a prisoner yeah to say and turned her into this evil person i mean the thing with regina is every time i see a backstory with her like last season and then this season i feel really bad for her i start feeling sympathy and i empathize for some strange reason (laughs) um i think we all do yeah and you know like it seems like she just fell into the wrong hands and she was battling with herself to be good. And then, you know, her mom wasn't the best and Rumple is clearly a bad influence. Yes. Um, I think maybe watching this episode, she wanted to use magic 
to use it for good Mm -hmm. and it just kind of backfired because she trusted rumple yeah Yeah. one of the things that i noticed especially in this episode is that the costuming department actually helps us out a lot when figuring out when regina is evil regina Mm -hmm. and when she's pure regina because they dress her in all black during most scenes and we've seen that throughout you know Mm -hmm. this season Mm -hmm. and past season and then when she's pure they dress her in white Yeah. yeah and Snow is almost always in white, or when she is Mary Margaret, she's in a preppy looking outfit, yeah. the pink little shirt. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's it's interesting to see Regina's progression from being this pure person into really turning into her mother and becoming evil. Yeah, and it's funny because you know she says like I don't want to be like you, mm-hmm. and then that's exactly who she sort of ends up being like that's i mean sorry to cut you off like that's exactly what um henry says to her when he when she um takes him in captivity quote Mm. unquote and he says i don't want to be like you yeah so i think that's what hits her she's like oh snap probably hit her hard it's a circle yeah we all turn into our parents (laughs) at some point (laughs) not that we have bad parents (laughs) (laughs) well regina does regina did um i think one other thing to note with Regina is we all saw that she's said so many times the only person she's ever loved or ever truly loved is Daniel. Mm -hmm. And Daniel is ripped away from her by her mother. And now it seems like she genuinely loves Henry. Mm -hmm. And that's the first person that she's loved since Daniel. She says it later in the episode that she wasn't able to love for so long but i feel like she she does genuinely care for him yeah. and she wants to protect him I think De- so. definitely i think she spent a lot of time as his mother in um storybrooke and that it definitely has hit home like i think that was also kind of what she wanted mm-hmm. from even her time in fairy tale world when she was the evil witch i think what she wanted was to have someone who loved her unconditionally yeah. and someone for her to love yeah. she unconditionally. Said she found that in baby Henry. The, yeah. r- the reason why she wanted to do this curse is the, so that she would have her happy ending. Yeah. And, you know, it was finding love, whether it was with Daniel or with someone else. And Well, nail on the head, um, you know, she says at, when she uh, talks to Henry at the end of the sh- episode, like, she doesn't really know how to love correctly. You know, so that I think is very defining of what's to come. Yeah. Of how she's gonna try to. Yeah, she's trying. She's. You can tell that she's trying not to repeat her mother's. Deep down, she has that conscience, and we also did see it with um, the grasshopper. He comes along and he says, "Regina, this isn't you. You don't. Mm -hmm. You know." Oh, the cricket. The cricket. Uh, Oh, the doctor Hopper. (laughs) Doctor Hopper. He wants to Um, talk it out. Yeah, a therapist Uh would. Yeah. So. Hopefully. Yeah, right. But do you really think that that would be something that the producers would do is to make her good by the end of the season? I think so. I mean, I think that's something that I uh, predict, put in the predictions last week that either Rumple or her is going to become good to like fight the other. Um, and I think, you know, one thing that's defining is that she went to Rumple's um, store and we discover that only them two know that the Enchanted Forest still exists. And by the end of the episode, she tells that to the Prince, Prince Charming, which means, like, she's yeah. giving them hope. Yeah. You know. 
I think she's giving them hope, but I don't I don't fully trust that she'll be good by the end of this season. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to yeah, go get Maybe by, like, I season mean, six, yeah, seven. I mean, I think, I think part of her might help out more because <laughs> she wants Henry to still... Yeah. love her so if this is something Henry wants I yeah. think she'll do anything for mm-hmm. him but I don't think she'll necessarily be on the good side yeah I think she'll always have an inner battle and a struggle yeah. between yeah. being good and being evil because I agree I mean I feel like this this is getting deep <laughs> but I feel like everyone kind of has that point in their life where you know they're everyone's inherently good and then something you know changes them to be Mm-hmm. good or evil or I think that goes with the um, the writers you know and character development because if you see in like Harry Potter for example we see the backstory of Voldemort and mm-hmm. how he became you know the Dark Lord or you know the he who must not be yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's just seeing like where Regina came from and how she turned evil and you could also like, say that about Professor Snape, too. But yeah. That's true. <laughs> Harry Potter nerd. And, and Rumpelstiltskin. I mean, he yeah. was good. He he loved his son. And then he got control of power and then became this evil force. Yeah. So so if I had to choose, I'm going to say Rumpelstiltskin would be Professor Snape. <laughs> and then Regina is he who shall not oh no 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 (laughs) by the end of it i would say it's the other way around i think so too yeah yeah (laughs) i think regina has a chance she has i I think she has a chance i think that rumple is past he doesn't seem i mean you don't think that will help no we saw last season where uh he got rid of his son and you know maybe the son will be coming back but he chose evil he chose power and magic over his his son who mm-hmm. was the person that he loved more than anything and i feel like still in this season he's betrayed bell he he doesn't live up to his word and i don't even think you know his true love could turn him into a good person at this point that's true yeah. He's, yeah. he's past the point of saving yeah, yeah. i don't i i don't know what would turn him yeah. good at all like uh, anytime you see snippets of him and his past, I don't even feel really that sorry for him. Honestly, <laughs> honest. Rumple reminds me of the devil in that mm-hmm. he he does everything as a trade. Like the devil mm-hmm. does things, right. you know, I will give you, you know, whatever it is, everything that your heart's desired for your soul or for something in return. And that is what Rumple does all the time. He always gives something, but he asks for something in return. And... I feel like he just, there is no good left in him. Hmm. I think there's a little bit, I, I don't know if it's enough to turn him back into good, but I think you, I, I think as a viewer, I see snippets of that when he, um, last ep- like yeah. last episode when Belle, like he yeah. kind of melts a little bit yeah, and she's like, I'm going to be here to help you. But he's just so calculated. Like yeah. you, we see even in this episode that I mean, he he's the one who gave Regina magic. He gave her the book, and he also presented her with this opportunity to banish her mother forever to another land. Mm. And he asked her something in return, knowing that down the road he would want a huge favor from Regina, which he gets in, you know... The deal. The deal, yeah. <laughs> um, being able to find out that, you know... Like, once they are in Storybrooke, he has all his knowledge and whatever else. But 
I don't know. I just don't. That's you know that's true because I noticed in season one uh, that Mr. Gold in the real world he would always call things arrangements more like business kind of thing and like going off of that aspect and then when you see Rumple he always calls it deals which makes mm-hmm. it like more gritty that's true and mm-hmm. more like on the street kind of just dirty yeah, yeah. compared to arrangements in the real world yeah. Wow. Hmm. Something's so, there. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you think of his arrangement or deal with Regina where he gave her magic, he gave her the magic book, and then he also banished or helped her banish her mother? Well, I, I'm kind of curious on to why he wanted her to wield pe- magic and such power. I guess it's something that he saw in her. And I think he kind of sees her as an ally somehow, even though he treats her like like poo poo <laughs> <laughs> I think he saw an opportunity yeah to you know like he there was no opportunity left with her mother um, because her mother was so powerful and he saw something to gain with Regina he saw a potential favor down the road so I think he true. also kind of, I mean uh, going going with that he kind of is like a fortune teller in a way where he knows what's going to happen before it happens so he knows that Regina you know I think he knew then exactly what would happen now with her. And Mm -hmm. by being like, oh, I see you could be great if you just, you know, embraced it, kind of. (laughs) He was like, you know, you could do great things with this power and kind of guided her down that way. And I have a little prediction about Regina's mother. And I don't know if it's right, but I feel like... I think, and I mentioned this while we were watching it, when she was banished, when Cora was banished to whatever world or wherever she went, I think she was the Queen of Hearts. Just because in last season, we didn't get to see the Queen of Hearts face, so we weren't sure who she was. She's still a mystery. And Rumple did say that she was banished to another world. And um, Regina went back in the first season to... Retrieve her. To retrieve her dad from the Queen of Hearts. Right. So... It could that's all be good, related. That's a good possibility. Yeah. That's a good prediction because, you know, in season one, we see Cora take out Daniel's heart. So, oh, oh the heart. That's right. And then, and then the Queen of Hearts sees Regina as a threat as well. So, because right. they're, they're not allowed to say her name there. I mean, maybe like Rumple and the Queen of Hearts have a huge, like, in a battle between them and Regina's kind of like unknowingly the puppet caught in the middle. I don't know. I feel like Rumpel is a major control freak. Yeah. So he pretty much knows everything, tries to manipulate everything. Yeah. Anytime you see something powerful, he's behind it. The one thing that freaked him out in this episode was he did not know that you cross Storybrooke and he'll lose his memory. Yeah. He did not know and that devastated him. It is interesting to see little places where Rumple isn't in tune with everything mm-hmm. where he is caught off guard because that doesn't happen that often yeah. and I don't know I mean that was kind of big that was huge yeah I mean I don't think we've ever seen him literally at a loss for words I was I was surprised he didn't know yeah I thought he knew but I was like I mean, oh, he man. knew that you know the enchanted forest still mm-hmm. existed he knows everything and when he when David told him no, you lose all your memory. He was kind of like 
say what? Because you can <laughs> literally see his heart like drop on the floor. Like, yeah. I can't escape this prison. Like, we're literally trapped here. Mm-hmm. It's like being in a jail cell all over again because yeah. they cannot leave town. Mm-hmm. And we see that everyone now wants to leave town. Um, they're kind of gathering in town hall um, and they're talking about leaving and they, they want David's opinion, I guess. They're waiting on him. In walks Regina and she's found her power. That was a scary moment. Yeah. That and was. and even more so scary because Rumple is the one who gave it back to her. He summons this this magic book that he gave her originally mm-hmm. when he gave her power and now it seems like she has it again. Yeah, and that was really interesting how she got it back because she was in her garden where her tree was dying. The apples were all like black and mm-hmm. dead, I guess. Not magical. Yeah, not magical <laughs> anymore. And then she kind of like blew on the page that was the tree as well. Yeah. yeah. And then like all of a sudden like her eyes get all purple and you'd see the magic like come back and she's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's on." Yeah. <laughs> Those eyes were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm about to go get some people right now." Yeah. And then the tree like came back to life. So, I don't know. I feel like the tree is going to be like symbolizing something else too, but I don't know what. You know, what's interesting about Regina was that she wanted to get magic, and she kept saying this, is to get her son back. Yeah. And even when she went back to town people and she threatened them with magic a little here and there, she didn't harm them so much as she got her son back. And she could have, because yeah. she was the only yeah. one that wielded the power. So, I again, I'm kind of hoping she goes towards the <laughs> good side because yeah, yeah. we so, need good powers <laughs> yeah, it was so cute when you know she's everyone's like what do you want what do you want and Henry's like she wants me and he just kind of like gives himself up mm-hmm. you know and to see a kid 10 years old who is so aware he's of that so kind much of, he's <laughs> so much more brave than 90 percent of the town yeah, people i pretty mean pretty mature kid <laughs> yeah. i mean you got granny standing there with a crossbow yeah, and she's awesome. yeah she <laughs> i mean she took a shot but after that she was kind of back with the yeah. crowd like not really doing anything but then a 10 year old steps up to like bring momentarily momentary peace uh-huh. to the whole town just by him be like i'll go with you yeah if you promise to let everyone be okay yeah it's it's really brave yeah but so i want to talk about next how david finds the hat or i mean he has the mad hatter's hat and it kind of leads him to the mad hatter while he's on his quest to find the enchanted forest but before we do that i want to mention that if you're not watching us on afterbuzztv.com or on youtube then you can also find us on itunes just go to afterbuzztv you can subscribe to our once upon a time podcast we also have over 50 other podcasts this week for different after shows there are so many things i do married to jonas we have like 666 revenge uh, um, Boardwalk scandal. Empire. We could go Grey's on. Grey's Anatomy. X-Factor. Yeah. X-Factor. So many different podcasts. <laughs> but seriously, you should subscribe to them. If you're fans of any other shows, we love bringing you these all these free shows, free content. All we ask is that you just subscribe, rate, and comment because we would love to know how we're doing. Let us know. Mm-hmm. And then also tell a friend because that's how we get to keep on bringing you all this free content. So... Tell a friend, rate and comment, and it helps us out a lot. Yeah, we read the comments. (laughs) We do. Yes. So, the Mad Hatter. Mm -hmm. He appears. Jefferson's Yeah, He's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, 
David is on this quest to figure out whether the Enchanted Forest is still around, where Emma and Snow went, and he goes to, I mean, first he finds Jefferson, and then he actually goes to Regina, to Regina's house, wielding his sword, <laughs> and <laughs> he he um, asks where Henry is, or, yeah, to see He's Henry. He's like, I want to see Henry. Yes. And Regina actually is compassionate in this moment. And she says that she wants to be a good role model for Henry. And she thinks that by keeping him there, he won't want to be with her. So she wants to, like, she's had some experience in the past where this hasn't worked out for her. I think the quote is, um, if you hold on to someone too hard, they won't love you anymore. Yeah, I quoted similar to that. Yeah. yeah. And then she also went on and said that she wanted to redeem herself. So she lets Henry go with David. And then the biggest, say, I don't know, the biggest thing was that David asked her up front, to be honest, and said, where, like, like where are our- Emma and Snow? Does the enchanted cat or enchanted forest actually exist? Mm-hmm. And she was honest with him and said yes. Yes, and I don't know how to get there. And you could tell that was very genuine. Yeah, like she's it like, was an I, honest she's moment. Like, I, she's like, I just don't know how to go back there. Because at this point, I kind of feel like she might even want to go back. Yeah. Why would she want to go back? <laughs> I don't know, but I, it just seemed like it. She was just like, I don't know what else to do here. Uh-huh. Everyone, you know, the t- we can't leave the town. Yeah. Well, um, I just, I just kind of want to, if that's okay with you guys, if we can kind of go back. Backtrack, yeah. Yeah, just a little yeah. bit, too, like, um, you were talking about um, Mad Hatter yeah, coming definitely. out. What do you think, like, might be his role coming back? Because he just, he sounded, like, disheveled, and he knew that there was an Enchanted Forest as well. So it seems like he knows more than most people, but then he doesn't have any... Well, he does say that he's a portal jumper. Yeah. So he does have more knowledge of all the lands than anyone else would. So why can't he just jump back with another hat or something to Because the magic doesn't work right. as it did before. So he has to figure out how to create this. And as we know that there isn't just two lands, there's mm-hmm, also yeah. a third land and maybe more. They might create more. Yeah. That- <laughs> but the, the land where Jefferson went um with the queen of hearts yeah so ah the queen of hearts again queen of hearts again Mm -hmm. i think it was interesting too since we're talking about jefferson and that um whole scenario when henry was telling um david hey that hat is the mad hatters and david was like oh yeah i know that he's like no david knows that he has memories of that from being in school Mm -hmm. that was the first time we really heard about uh, they, they remember yeah, everything that they, over like, the past that they remember years. growing up because he was like I remember those stories from school and David by the time they came he was already an adult so they have memories of like a childhood too in this world it's so bizarre and I thought that was weird how that was the first time we've really heard them talk about their childhoods in Storybrooke yeah right yeah. and that's where the name of the episode comes <laughs> from we are both because they are two people yeah it's crazy like they're two people combined into one body Two separate sets of memories that, but one body and. Please try to make this show more confusing. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's why we watch it. No, I. It's 
it's one of those shows that just keeps you guessing. Yeah. It honestly does. I couldn't imagine. Like a, I have, I have a hard enough time. Cast. Yeah, I have a hard enough time trying to keep just, up with my one life. I yeah. can't imagine having two sets, <laughs> sets right. of stuff. It's not just one person. It's a whole ensemble mm. that has like multiple identities. I know. <laughs> and they're all awesome. Yes. <laughs> right. They are. They are. Um, so... Did we get all your Mad Hatters? Yeah, no, I just like um, I just felt like we saw him on the show for such a brief period, and yeah. I was like I kind of want to see more of him, maybe because he's hot. I don't know, but but I feel like he'll be back <laughs> more too because we still. I mean, his whole plot point in season one was that he was trying to get back to his daughter when yeah. she's in Storybrooke, and now that everyone has their memories back, she'll remember him now. So. I feel like he'll be back more for that, and he will play a factor. I think so, too. I mean, that might be more predictions, I, I but like, he has to help them yeah. get over there I, somehow. He's, he's definitely the key to getting back to the Enchanted mm-hmm. Land, or even to the other land. Yeah. yeah. I just was wondering if there was anything indicative of this conversation that he had with David, and I'm, I'm just like, man, I just wanted to see more out of him, because I think he's a really interesting character that knows a lot and a little too much that causes him to be a little yeah. crazy. And I'm sure we'll see him in future episodes, but he was yeah. one of the the three. I mean, Regina knew about the Enchanted Land. Rumpelstiltskin knew. And he was the only other mm-hmm. person that knew about this while no one else had their memory. So, yeah, I don't know. And we all know David's on a quest to find Emmon Snow. So, And he's so focused on that quest during this episode that he kind of forgets that he also has to be a leader to the rest of the town. Like yeah. the rest of the town is kind of looking to him as their prince to mm-hmm. guide them. You know, what are we going to do about Virginia? What are we going to do about this? And he's so focused on finding his wife and daughter, which yeah. any is, you know, it's normal to be concerned about them. Yeah. But at the same time, he has to remember he's the leader. Like he said in the beginning of the episode, Snow did the talking and he was all about the action. So mm-hmm. without Snow, he's got to find a balance between the two that he just didn't quite grasp until yeah. maybe like the end of the episode. We we do see that at yeah. the end of the episode where he gets on his little soapbox or car, I guess, <laughs> and everyone wants to leave. No one wants to put up with Regina and have all these memories that are tainted. Um, and they all want to leave Storybrooke and just be satisfied with having this normal life. And David's really the one that convinces him not to. He says, I will fight for you. I will protect you all. No one will die under Regina, which I don't know if he can keep that promise. I know. But um, (laughs) I mean, he does. He says that he he will fight for them all, which is amazing. And everyone believes him because they all turn back and no one actually leaves Storybrooke. And I think it was interesting, too, that Red or Ruby played a big part in getting him to realize kind of what he needed to do for the town. She was, you know, kind of going around like, look, they need to hear from you. They need you to go tell them to stop. They will all leave unless you go and make them stay. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's kind of showing more into her background of what a strong character she is as Red Riding Hood. Because in Storybook, she was kind of like, insecure and not really you know that strong character and exact same thing yeah and so now she's kind of coming into her own wasn't she kind of like as red riding hood she was kind of wimpy until she became like the half wolf no she was like sneaking around with the dude well she was sneaking around but she was like grandma like but she wasn't afraid either she was like no let's 
Snow, let's go kill this whole <laughs> thing because I want to. You know, I want my boyfriend back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was like, "No, let's go do it. We can do it. We're two chicks. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go and kill a wolf." Yeah. Too bad she was the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at the very end of the episode, there are two more things that I definitely want to touch on. The first is that we see uh, Geppetto. Mm-hmm. And he goes into August's room where at the beginning of the episode, he was laying on that bed and he was wood. Yeah. And he blinked. And now he's not there. What do you guys think happened? Like, I mean, maybe we can save that for predictions, but I kind of feel like maybe he, I mean, cause in the beginning of the episode, he is laying there with the eyes like still open and you know, you see that blink for just yeah. a second. I mean, maybe he was embarrassed that he turned back to wood because, you know, he kind of broke his promise that he made before leaving the Enchanted Forest with his dad that he would take care of Emma and, Mm -hmm. you know, raise her and stay with her and be a good boy. And, you know, he clearly didn't do that and turned back to wood. So maybe he's a little embarrassed now. I only thing I could think of is he got up and left and went to go do something, <laughs> which is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> as a wooden boy or as a person <laughs> boy? As, I, I think know. wooden. I think wooden. It's confusing it's, to me. It's, yeah. I'm sure we'll see this in the next episode. Next two episodes is what yeah. I'm guessing. We'll see more of August. But then the final thing is that we do finally get to see what is going on with Emma and Snow. We didn't get to see them throughout this entire episode yeah. until the last five minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. And they are in the Enchanted Land. They're taken captive by Mulan and Aurora, brought back to this refuge where other characters are living, taking solace um, in this destroyed land. And they try to run away, unsuccessful. And then they're put in a pit and the final thing that we see is Cora is also in the pit. That was that was a surprise because <laughs> I did not see I know, that coming at all. I was like, "Wait, what are you doing here? Why? Like, how long has she been there? Mm-hmm. Is that where Regina sent her? I mean, there's just so many questions that yeah. do come all, up when you see her down there. Like, do all portals lead there? <laughs> it, it puts a kibosh on my idea that she's the the queen of hearts but unless they kidnapped her and put her in the pit before the curse came but but here's someone who has magical powers that has somehow become a captive in this refuge camp uh, this camp yeah so i don't know whether she's just like trying to like lay, lay down low until she's gonna explode somehow but definitely there's going to be a war between Regina and her. It's going to be really interesting. I I really want to know whether Cora still has powers. Yeah. Because yeah. that'll be interesting because when Regina kind of pushed her thing, I, mm-hmm. Rumpelstiltskin kind of made it seem to me a little bit that wherever she was, would send Cora would be like, she can't harm you there, so maybe there's no magic there. Because yeah. that was the one way that Cora was mm-hmm. able to really harm Regina was with yeah. magic. If she didn't have to take the magic away, she really couldn't do much to 
hurt her then i think that she went to the other <laughs> world and she was the queen of hearts and then somehow when this curse came those two worlds combined and they took her as a prisoner i i think that um that somehow she's gonna she knows that snow white and emma who they are and she's gonna find a way to manipulate and get back at her own daughter or Rumpelstiltskin. Maybe she still loves her daughter and she's just going to be like, oh, you didn't know, whatever. There's our third I evil mean, person yeah. you wanted. You know? Yeah. We thought it might be Dr. Whale, but I mean, it's Cora. She's back. Yeah, Cora's back. You know, and in a big way. <laughs> Dr. Whale might be just like simple comic relief or like snippets of like, who is this guy? And that's all he could be in this season. Who knows? You yeah. Know? Yeah. But I think it's but. also interesting that, you know, because when they tried to escape, you know, Snow White clearly got knocked out. So um, Emma's the first one to see Korra. Yeah. And when Snow White wakes up, like, clearly she would know. She knows who Korra is. She has to yeah. know. And at this point, because right. she was a little girl, she also must know that, you know, she wasn't the best mom to Regina. Mm-hmm. She knows exactly well, who she is. So right. there's not that right. element of surprise for Snow and Emma now because as soon as snow wakes up she'll be able to be like oh wait you you were gina's mom and i i was gonna say that we know that snow um that regina told snow that her mom was not trustful or you know Mm -hmm. that she killed Mm -hmm. daniel but she didn't because that was just regina's imagination yeah so snow might not know how awful a person cora is that's true she might have to find out might have to find out by putting her trust in the wrong person. Ah, this is Uh, a web of confusion. (laughs) (laughs) Confusion and lies. It was a good episode, though. It was. There, as I said, a lot more questions. Hopefully we'll get answers soon. But I love that they gave us more backstory to understand. I I think any Regina episode is good. I just, I like her. She's a beautiful woman. And I I really think that, like, she's going to become good somehow, somewhere. Um, It's going to be like a a season of, like, back and forth, back and forth. Maybe they'll come together for a common goal to defeat Korra. If Korra ever comes back to power. I think the person to fear more than Korra is Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's the one that hooked up Cora with her powers. You know? True. So. Okay. I have to figure out what Rumpelstiltskin is up to because he hooked up Cora <laughs> and Regina. So you linked in a mother and a daughter for a reason. Mm-hmm. Emma still owes him a favor. What favor is he going to ask I'm sure a lot point? of other yeah, people owe like, him favors there's, too. There's just so much stuff that he still has, like people indebted to him. Yes. That I don't see how anyone could defeat him necessarily right now so they're all gonna have to come together to defeat someone else first let's save this all for predictions (laughs) (laughs) okay moving on to news and gossip after buzz tv news okay so we saw in the little season teaser for season two that they are introducing Spoiler alert, in case you haven't seen it. Cap- Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> Captain Hook will be coming. And Lancelot. Yeah, and Lancelot. Mm-hmm. So in Captain Hook news, Colin O'Donohue, who's going to be p- playing him, um, just got picked up as a season regular for the back uh-huh. nine. Hmm. His episodes haven't even aired yet. Yeah. So this is kind of, you know, a little out there. Like, they don't usually pick you up for a whole series unless, a series. They, yeah, unless they know they where really, it's going yeah and so um 
Adam Horowitz and Edward Kisses, the creators, both said that um, the work he's doing as Captain Hook and what he's bringing to the role is just so amazing that they're excited to sort of bring more of his story and have him involved. So there goes another sort of evil character that our bad guy that they're introducing into the whole storyline now. So we have another... I wonder if that crocodile is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Tinkerbell or Peter Pan. Yeah, so that was... Any other news? No, that's that's about it. This is a slow week for news. For Once Upon a Time news? Okay. Well, moving on to predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I feel like there's always so much to predict with this show. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to know... Who, what happened to August? I want to know. The guy from the beginning of last week's episode in New that's, York. That's what I was going to say. How is yeah. this? Are we not going to find out about him until the end of the season? That's actually something that that uh, draws me into the Mad Hatter because that guy in the, his sign at his, in his apartment, it said Mad Hatter behind. Yeah. So I think that we're going to see him again and he's tied to the Mad Hatter and somehow like the hat is going to be a really big play to be a portal into in and out of yeah. the land. Yeah. You know, I, I was reading, I believe it, I think someone said in like YouTube that this mysterious New Yorker, um, he might be like Peter Pan. Oh. Or someone, because Peter Pan was, is a person who can go in between two realms. Ah. But he's a boy, not a man. Yeah, he might, he might have got like stuck. Yeah. He never grows up. up. Exactly. He got stuck over here. Smart YouTube comment. Yeah, Yeah. so I I thought that was interesting. I really don't know either. (laughs) I really want to see, this isn't a prediction, more as a, something that I just want to (laughs) see, is, the Little Mermaid. That was one of my favorite. Oh my yeah. gosh, me too. Growing yeah. up, so love it. And and yeah. in season one, they kind of made a hint at bringing her in. Um, it was when Belle was at the house with Rumpelstiltskin, and Regina comes in and is like, "Oh, I need your help with this pesky mermaid." Oh, but that's yeah. all she says. And then you know, Rumpel's like depressed because he had sent. Bell off to yeah, right. leave, but I mean they kind of hinted at it, so I'm sure we'll get all of them at some point. Yeah, hopefully. every single Disney story ever, plus some, maybe some other Grimm story, Brothers yeah. Grimm, maybe some. Hunt I actually bought Anderson. the bo- Brothers Grimm book, so yeah. I'm gonna be reading up on all these fairy tales. Brothers week. Grimm is really good. If you got yeah. the, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Hans Christian show. Anderson too. <laughs> yeah. He was really good. Yeah, I also got Mother Goose. Mother Goose. Yeah, oh. you got them all, I, girl. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the meantime, if people want to chat with you about Once Upon a Time throughout the week, how can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at TweetT22TWEETEE22. And you can find me on Twitter at KAORIOUS. That's Kaorius. Marissa, where can they find you? I am at Marissa Movies. That's M A R I S A Movies. And you can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Kelly is K-E-L-L-E-Y. So for everyone here at AfterBuzz TV, thanks for joining us. And make sure to tune in to another episode of Once Upon a Time next Sunday night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.